Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, September 26, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Vladimir Putin fleeing Moscow. Hillary Clinton calls Trump supporters Nazis. Mark Zuckerberg sued for election fraud. Florida bracing for a tropical storm. A new survey ranks the least corrupt countries on Earth. Also ahead, network television is in trouble. I can save it. But first, Vladimir Putin retreating to his forest palace as anti-war protests sweep Russia. Hundreds arrested in Moscow and St. Petersburg over the weekend after the Kremlin called up another 300,000 troops. Last week's order is the first mobilization of Russian reservists since World War II. The decision came after Ukraine's forces won a number of battlefield victories. Hillary Clinton directly comparing supporters of Donald Trump to Nazis. Ms. Clinton speaking at a festival in Austin when she was asked to comment on Trump's rally in Ohio. So she said, quote, I remember as a young student trying to figure out how people get basically brought in by Hitler. We saw that in his rally in Ohio the other night, referring to Trump. You had these rows of young men with their arms raised, unquote. For the record, there was no Nazi salute at that Ohio rally. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and his wife facing a lawsuit for election fraud. The suit filed by the Center for Renewing America claims the billionaire improperly spent $500 million to interfere in the 2020 vote. The group is asking the IRS to terminate the tax-exempt status of organizations tied to the Zuckerbergs. A spokesperson for the couple says all donations are in compliance with rules established by the Federal Election Commission. Florida bracing for Hurricane Ian... The storm is expected to hit the Gulf Coast as a Category 1 hurricane late Wednesday or early Thursday. The Sunshine State has avoided a direct hit from a hurricane since 2018. Governor DeSantis preemptively declaring a state of emergency until next weekend. A report from Transparency International ranks the least corrupt countries on Earth. The nations are judged by free elections, business opportunities, crime or lack thereof, and political violence. Top five least corrupt countries. Denmark, New Zealand, Finland, Norway, Sweden. Most corrupt places, the Sudan, Syria, Somalia, Venezuela, Afghanistan. The United States drops to number 28 between Chile and South Korea in the least corrupt survey. In a moment, hard times for network TV. I can save it. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure 
Believe me, with fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Can anyone save TV? Network television is in trouble. Relatively few Americans under the age of 80 are now watching. In fact, NBC may actually give up the entire 10 to 11 p.m. hour on its primetime schedule. Why? Because much of NBC's audience is already in the land of Nod at that time. But I could save network TV with a first-rate idea. Bring back successful shows of the past with modern narratives. Let's take a look. Leave it to Beaver. The Beave is transitioning. And his parents, Ward and June, want him to find his truth. His brother Wally concurs as long as Beaver does not leave his room. However, friends Eddie Haskell and Lumpy Rutherford have some problems with all of this. Ward has to get stern with them. Sanford and Son. Lamont wants to put a Black Lives Matter sign in the junkyard. But Fred objects, referencing the millions of dollars in real estate BLM executives have purchased with donations. A compromise is reached, and the new sign says, Black Real Estate Matters. Father Knows Best. Too hot. We will have to retitle that. Father is a member of the white patriarchy. Bud, Princess, and Kitten inform Dad that should he continue wearing sports jackets with patches on the elbows, they will all get visible tattoos of Satan on their necks. The Streets of San Francisco. Michael Douglas and Carl Malden try to engage the homeless in North Beach and have their car stolen. I Love Lucy. Mayhem breaks out as Ethel leaves Fred for Rosie O'Donnell. Lucy and Ricky refuse to pass judgment and are advised by guest star Megan Rapinoe. Gidget, the classic California girl, resumes looking for her truth on the beaches of Malibu. There she becomes friends with Barbara Streisand, and the two sing a new song together entitled People who need equity are the luckiest people in the world. The Untouchables, Elliot Ness and his federal agents cannot believe it when they finally arrest Al Capone, who is then immediately released without bail. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot also scolds Ness because his agents said mean things to Big Al. Chico and the man, Chico, moves to Martha's Vineyard to annoy the citizenry. However, he's finally accepted when Barack Obama invites him to play pickleball. And finally, the Mary Tyler Moore show, Lou Grant is also transitioning. 
and Murray is wising off about it. HR is called and Murray is suspended. Mary steps in and tries to convince Murray to be inclusive by accepting Lou. But Murray quits, as does the entire newsroom, leaving Mary wondering whether she has indeed made it after all. That would do it. Those shows would fix it. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 62 years ago today, 80 million Americans, two-thirds of the adult population, gathered in their living rooms to watch the first televised presidential debate. The candidates, Vice President Richard Nixon versus Senator John F. Kennedy. Here is the story. Since the American Revolutions, politicians traveled across the country looking for votes, appearing at prearranged events. Most of the public did not have a chance to see or hear directly from the candidates. All that changed on September 26, 1960. A few months earlier, both men running for president agreed to a live debate on CBS. Prior to that, Nixon was favored to win. He served eight years as vice president under the popular Dwight Eisenhower. Kennedy was a photogenic younger senator from Massachusetts who some thought lacked experience. When Nixon arrived for the debate in Chicago, he looked ill. The vice president had been hospitalized for a knee injury, and he re-injured the leg while entering the TV studio, but Nixon refused to call off the event. He also declined to wear any makeup. Big mistake. In contrast, JFK had spent the previous two weeks tanning and brought his own cosmetic crew to Chicago. The result, JFK looked good, Nixon looked terrible. Before the debate, the Republican led by six points in the polls. Just 24 hours later, Kennedy had become the slight favorite to win. On November 8th, Kennedy did win the White House with 49.7% of the popular vote. In one of the closest elections in history, Nixon got 49.6%. And here's something else you might not know. Richard Nixon's traumatic experience with JFK changed his future campaign for the White House. 
The Republican launched another presidential bid eight years later, but refused to debate his opponent on TV. Nixon ultimately defeated Democrat Hubert Humphrey in November 1968. Televised presidential debates returned in 1976 and have been held in every campaign since then. Back after this. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.